Sarah Bakke, when you hear somebody say Catholic social doctrine, and actually for folks who are listening, that phrase, those three words put together, Catholic social doctrine, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Because even being a Catholic my whole life, those three words, all kind of things pop into my head. Yeah, honestly, Ben, the first thing that comes to my mind is more of a, um, a, a reaction, a, kind of a visceral reaction of... Uh, of, of fear or concern or fringe groups, um, you know, just kind of kind of wacky fringe kind of stuff. That that's what comes to my mind, whether it's like groups or ideas or things like that. Catholic social doctrine. Uh. It, it it's like something heady. <laughs> it's something unattainable. It's something that I don't understand. It's it's something that uh, is not applicable. It's it's something that oh, that's for really intellectual people to understand that but that's not it no 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 not at all no and honestly I sometimes I when when I hear Catholic social doctrine I just like oh that's off you know I think I think that a lot of times the reaction is like oh there's something off about that yeah yeah yeah. but but what is Catholic social doctrine yeah honestly so simply Catholic social doctrine is the greatest commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul and all your strength and love your neighbor as yourself. Just so, so simply. Um, Catholic social doctrine, when I talk about it, I often refer people to the primary symbol of our faith, the crucifix. And those the, the vertical beam of a crucifix is our love for the Lord. That's our life of prayer, our sacramental life, our life of devotion, that intimate union with the Lord. And then the horizontal beam is our love of our neighbor and Catholics and the heart of Christ really is in the center of those two beams. Mm -hmm. And so Catholic social doctrine is living the gospel in that twofold way. That is, that really reaches the heart of Christ. Um, There is no social doctrine, Catholic social doctrine without the gospel and the gospel the good news of Jesus Christ doesn't just redeem the soul of the person, but breaks into society to transform and and build the kingdom and redeem all of society. Are we doing an injustice to the Lord and to our brothers and sisters if we are really strong on that up and down beam, but weak on the cross beam? If we are living a deeply sacramental life, going to mass and, and, and really diving into, uh, the life of Jesus, but, but, uh, not involving ourselves in, um, in, in the, the work working for the gospel. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Justice, justice to God, um, is twofold. Justice is God is faithfulness to his commandments, faithfulness faithfulness to the sacramental life and it is it is love of our neighbor and I've lived in a lot of places Ben uh, and I've seen people live that vertical beam really well at the expense of that horizontal beam and I've seen the opposite as well people live that horizontal beam really well at the expense of the vertical beam and both of those lived exclusive to one another is off that's what's off yeah. So if we hear Catholic social doctrine, it's not Catholic social doctrine that's off. It's people's uh, hijacking of it or, or living, not living it 
well or not understanding yeah. understanding it authentically is what what's off yeah. yeah so that that is a challenge for all of us listening is it that is. Uh, we have we have a, a strong vertical and strong horizontal beam yeah say one more thing that so social, catholic social doctrine um it takes the task of proclaiming what the lord has entrusted to the church the gospel and to make that message of freedom and redemption present in the reality of our society so not just in relation well i guess the things are always in relationship with with people always in relation with one another but catholic social doctrine takes that reality of the gospel of freedom in christ and makes it present on johnston street it makes it present in the workplace it makes it present in the grocery store it makes it present in a traffic jam on the freeway um and that and that's what the incarnation of of that's what the incarnation is. There's a, a theological term called the incarnational principle. God becomes man, um, fully God, fully man in Jesus Christ. We call that the incarnation. And part of, of God's wisdom and understanding the people he's created is understanding that we are people who have bodies, who see and smell and hear and taste and touch And so as human beings, we are so intimately connected with that physical reality that um, that we need those physical things and we are part of this physical world. So Catholic social doctrine takes all that that God has won for us in Christ's passion, death and resurrection and makes it present in our physical reality. It transforms our physical reality. So this is also transformed the way we see as, as Christians. It's, it's almost like with eyes, with, with, oh, yes, with very e- much. evangelized eyes, with the yes, eyes of the gospel, yes, the way yes. that we see things should be different. And uh, yes. And how we respond, how we see things and how we respond. Yes. A Catholic worldview is really like putting on your, you know, if, if, <laughs> if you need glasses, like maybe you don't realize you need glasses, you yeah. know, your vision is kind of blurry and you think that's just how the world is. And then suddenly you get your glasses and oh my goodness, everything is in clear focus. And so when we put on our, uh, Catholic worldview glasses, when we put on our glasses of, of the gospel and understand society in, in that way, things become clear in a way that maybe they haven't been before. And then our challenge, our challenge, our call and our challenge is to respond to that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I say challenge because it's not easy. It's not always easy. Nope. Sometimes maybe it never is easy. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it's not. Um, Catholic social doctrine, this is not a new thing, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm laughing because when I had given a you talk... You didn't make this up. I didn't make this up. No, no. The church didn't make it up either. I, someone had asked me had when I had given a talk about Catholic, Catholic social doctrine recently, they had said, oh, that's wonderful. You're talking about something new. And I laughed because no, no, it is not new at all. Catholic social doctrine, um, I describe it like this. Being a mom of a family, parents of a family, you know, you have kids, and if things are functioning in the home according to good, holy, godly order, there is nothing that needs to be defined about that. The kids are walking in, they're putting their shoes in the basket, they're cleaning up after themselves after a meal. You know, there is nothing that needs to be defined in that situation. Things are just as ordered as they should be. And in 
uh, and, and then the family goes awry, right? People start leaving their, their dirty dishes out and their beds are crazy, you know, their rooms are a mess. Suddenly there has to be some definition. Okay, this is who we are. This is what we do in our family. Let's define how, you know. And so Catholic social doctrine is similar to that. It has always existed from the point of creation of the world, natural law written into the human heart. There are certain things that have just, just been written by God into the human heart that we instinctively understand that certain things are inherently good and certain things that are inherently bad. And then as the gospel unfolds, um, salvation history, even before Jesus is coming, salvation history started to unfold all throughout history. Christ's incarnation is, is kind of the center, you know, the center of history, the center, center of all of that unfolding. And in Christ's life, Catholic social doctrine is lived. His life is Catholic social doctrine. Um, the Ten Commandments prior to Christ, Catholic social doctrine. Christ lives. His life is Catholic social doctrine lived, showing us what that looks like to love God, to love neighbor. And then post the incarnation, uh, back, I think it was 1891, I, I think that date is correct. But as things started actually in history in the Industrial Revolution, certain things started to come up in terms of relation to the human person that had not been experienced before. And so the church recognized that we needed to respond to that disorder in some kind of way, just like the parent is recognizing a disorder in the home and suddenly, you know, responding and kind of defining things to bring that holy order back. The church responded, I believe it was Pope Leo the thirteenth, I believe, and Rerum Novarum was the first encyclical written that was responding to the realities of society with the light of the gospel. And so again, there was nothing being defined there. It was simply recognizing what was happening and saying, oh my goodness, wait, this is contrary to the gospel. This is what the gospel demands. This is what this is how we understand the human person in light of the gospel. Yeah. And so the church spoke into that. And then as history has developed, there have been numerous times the church has spoken into the reality of society to to order and direct society towards God's will and toward the gospel. And though it was a, uh, a modern understanding, it is a modern understanding of something that was there uh, from the very beginning, correct? Yes. And I, I wouldn't say even that it's a modern understanding. I would say that it is an authentic understanding related to modern realities. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Catholic social doctrine, um, is this... Is it just for Catholics? It's not, which is so, so neat. Salvation, the gospel, the incarnation of Christ, God came, for everyone, right? God created us mm -hmm. all. God sent his son to redeem us all. Whether or not we, we understand or accept that is a different question, but that is what is offered to all of humanity. So Catholic social doctrine, living out the gospel in flesh in in the the realities the tangible realities of society that is offered for all of humanity that is offered for all of humanity and we talk uh sometimes around here catholic charities of acadiana talking about how we serve everyone because we are catholic we don't serve others because they are catholic right we serve them because they are people created by god yep. loved by god no intake forms say are you catholic or not <laughs> right at all ever yes and yes. never will be yes and so um, again, the gospel is offered to all and Catholic social doctrine is, it relates to all. And also the church talks about Catholic social doctrine as a fruitful ground for 
evangelization and welcomes all all of us um, to that authentic understanding of the human person, that authentic response to the understanding of the human person, whether or not we are Catholic or not Catholic, we are all called to respond to human beings in, you know, in the way of the gospel. And so Catholic social doctrine is offered to all as as grounds for for evangelization, for all of us to come closer to the Lord and to the gospel. And uh, yeah, it requires all, requires all to to become a, a part of that human that response to humanity in Catholic social doctrine. It's, it's not just social work. No, right? uh-uh. no, no. I, I, I feel like people may think. Yeah. That. Right, right, right. Cause in our society we have so many, um, so many different roles and function. All of those roles and functions are important. We have our doctors and our lawyers and our, you know, our politicians and our, um, street workers, sanitation workers, all, all of these do. different roles. Right. And so, yes, uh, it is a miss understanding or a misnomer to call social Catholic social doctrine Catholic social work. If it was just social work, the understanding would be that people who are particularly socially adept engage in this sort of work, and, and that's not the case. Also, it's a misnomer because, as Mother Teresa said about her own religious order, the Missionaries of Charity, she said that we are not Catholic social workers. We are contemplatives in the heart of the world. Ooh, and man. we know that St. Mother Teresa... No one was more engaged in the the grit mm-hmm. and the mire of, of human suffering mm-hmm. than she was. And even she said, this is not Catholic social work. This is being contemplative, con- contemplating the Lord, his love, his mercy, and responding to humanity and kind and, and the, the, you know, with that same mercy, with that same love in the name of Christ mm-hmm. um, and for him. So... So yes, not Catholic social work. That's not to say social work is not important. The the profession of Amen. social work is it is important. Absolutely. So we are all the body of Christ. But Catholic social doctrine is more. God, yes, it's more. And for those who may have believed in a um, can it, believe the myth that that this is just Catholic social work, um, what about the idea that Catholic social doctrine is against um, evangelization? Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's an interesting question because in, in all of the places I've lived, I've lived in places that would be considered cons- politically conservative, places that are politically uh, liberal, um, third world, first world, second world, all over. And one common theme that I see in, in terms of understanding Catholic social doctrine, oftentimes there is a kind of headbutting in terms of people under- people think that, oh, if you are involved, I'm doing my little quote fingers here, involved in Catholic social (laughs) doctrine, you are somehow opposed to evangelization. And if you are involved, my little quote fingers, in evangelization, you are somehow butting heads opposed to Catholic social doctrine. And the church herself would say that this is this is not the case. The two go together and um, are both are requirements of of the other. They both... Um, it's both and it's not one or the other. Yes. And, and if there's opposition between the two, there's something off in yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what about the idea that Catholic social doctrine is a, is a means to an earthly utopia, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. this is going to, this yeah. is going to cure yeah. all yeah. the, all the ills and all yes. the evils and everything. Yeah. That's also a great question too, because when, Catholic social doctrine is is not an ideology. It's not a political platform. Um, but sometimes people can take it and um, I'm going to say hijack it and make it 
uh, use it to be a political platform or use it to propose an ideology. And that, uh, that is also off. Catholic social doctrine is not a political platform. It's not an ide ideology. And an earthly utopia, frankly, an earthly, earthly utopia will never exist. Um, one, because the main thing is because people are a part of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because we're a part of it. Because, yes, yes. And um, people, we, and this is our Catholic understanding, our Catholic worldview. We have this problem of sin. We have this problem of concupiscence. No matter how hard we try, yeah. we are always going to be subject to, to that and um, subject to falling into sin and temptation and, and that always affects society. So an earthly utopia, thanks be to God, is not the goal. <laughs> right? We don't have to be hope we don't have to, to be discouraged because that's not our goal. An earthly earthly utopia is not the goal. Heaven is the goal, right? That is gonna mm -hmm. be our utopia. Heaven, heaven is the goal. Now is that to say that we just accept how things are on earth and, you know, just just kind of go along our, our merry way and then just know that in heaven things will be really great, you know? And no, that's not the case either. Either What God calls us to is the wrestling. He calls us to that, that fight mm -hmm. for just ordering of society, um, regardless of whether we not we see it come to fruition. And again, that's not because we, we trust at some point everything's just gonna gonna be a utopia, but we do that out of justice to God and out of justice to our neighbor. And when we do see the gospel breaking into society, that is heaven breaking into our reality. So again, God always calls us to more. He doesn't call us to less. A, an earthly utopia would be less. Mm-hmm. Yep. God calls us to more. He calls us to heaven and he calls us to experience the breaking of heaven into our earthly reality in those moments when things are ordered according to his holy will. So if, if Catholic social doctrine is also not a, a template for answering human or societal problems, um, would you say, is it a, is it a straying of the mission of the church? Catholic social doctrine. Yeah. On the contrary, that our the compendium of the social doctrine um, of the Catholic Church says that it is a rigorous fidelity. It is oh. not a string for the mission. It is a rigorous fidelity to the mission. Yeah, a rigorous fidelity to be, you know, our, our CEO Kim. She she always says, "Thank you for being the hands and feet of Jesus," and that's actually not really a trite. It's it's actually true. God provides for His people. And he often, most often, chooses to do that through the hands of others reaching out to their brother. I'm Ben Broussard with Catholic Charities of Acadiana. This was a conversation with my friend and colleague, Sarah Bakke, about Catholic social doctrine and what it is and what it's not. You've been listening to The Need to Serve, a production of Catholic Charities of Acadiana. Catholic Charities of Acadiana cares for the sacred gift of all human life, especially the most vulnerable. You can learn more about us and our programs at www.catholiccharitiesacadiana.org. You've got a question for me, shoot me an email, ben at catholiccharitiesacadiana.org. Till next time, I'm Ben Broussard. See you.